This is the Morning Crunch Wrap for Thursday, September 26, 2019. I'm Nate Darling, and here's what caught my eye this morning. Headline, Jewel Labs to stop advertising e-cigarettes amid backlash. The nation's largest e-cigarette maker will stop advertising its devices in the U.S. and replace its chief executive as mysterious breathing illnesses and an explosion in teen vaping have triggered efforts to crack down on the largely unregulated industry. Jewel Labs and other e-cigarette makers are fighting to survive as they face backlash from two public health debacles. Federal and state officials have seized on the recent outbreak of lung illnesses, including nine reported deaths, to push through restrictions designed to curb underage vaping. No major e-cigarette brand has been tied to the ailments, including Juul, which said it won't fight a Trump administration proposal for a sweeping ban on e-cigarette flavors that can appeal to teens. Governors in Michigan and New York moved to outlaw vaping flavors this month, while Massachusetts said Tuesday it will ban all vaping products for four months, the first first such step in the country. I think this rush to judgment is extraordinary, and we might be looking at the demise of vaping, said Kenneth Warner, a professor at the University of Michigan School of Public Health. Warner and some other experts believe vaping has the potential to dramatically reduce the deadly toll of traditional cigarettes among adult smokers. But he said Juul made enormous mistakes in its early advertising campaigns, which featured young models, bright colors, and youth-oriented catchphrases. E-cigarettes have been largely unregulated since arriving in the U.S. in 2007. The Food and Drug Administration has set next May as a deadline for manufacturers to submit their products for review. Exempt from restrictions on traditional tobacco marketing, Juul until now has advertised its e-cigarettes in print, TV, radio, and online. It's also replacing its CEO with a senior executive from Altria, the maker of Marlboro Cigarettes, that paid $13 billion for a 35% stake in Juul back in December. The new chief, Casey Crosswaite, said in a statement that Juul has long focused on providing adult smokers with alternatives, but recognized that there's unacceptable levels of youth usage and eroding public confidence in our industry. Health experts generally consider e-cigarettes less harmful than traditional cigarettes because they don't contain all the cancer-causing byproducts of burning tobacco. But there's virtually no long-term research on the health effects of the vapor produced when e-cigarettes heat a liquid with nicotine. Health officials are investigating hundreds of recent cases of lung illness. Many patients say they vape THC, marijuana's intoxicating chemical, with bootleg devices, but officials have not yet implicated any common product or ingredient. Meanwhile, underage vaping has reached epidemic levels, health officials say. In a government survey, more than one in four high school students reported using e-cigarettes in the previous month, despite a federal law banning sales to those under 18. Former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb cautioned the illnesses and teen vaping are separate problems that will likely require unique solutions. He said, I think conflating the two is risky because it might force us down the wrong path. He said banning legal e-cigarettes could push users toward riskier illicit vapes. Vaping opponents met Juul's changes with skepticism. Juul's announcement today is aimed at repairing its image and protecting its profits, not at solving the crisis. That's from Matthew Myers, president of the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids. He added policymakers must stand up to Juul and protect our kids by banning flavored e-cigarettes. Now, Juul devices went on sale back in 2015, and the company quickly propelled itself to the top of the market with a combination of high nicotine pods, 
dessert and fruit flavors, and viral marketing. The San Francisco company now controls roughly 70% of the U.S. e-cigarette market. In the last year, Juul tried to reposition itself as a brand for middle-aged smokers looking to wean themselves off cigarettes. But the FDA warned the company this month that its product hasn't been approved to help smokers quit. Jules tried to head off a crackdown with a series of voluntary steps, including halting retail sales of several flavors and shutting down its social media presence. But political pressure has only increased. So we've got some uh, some vaping news. Let's crunch it. Let's wrap it. Let's crunch wrap it. The horse is out of the barn on this one. I mean, they they can stop their advertising all they want, but they already control 70% of the market, and everybody knows what Juul is, especially kids. And they're somehow able to get it. How? Well, maybe they've got a friend that's over 18. Maybe they've got uh, a parent that is getting it, and they don't realize the kids are taking it. Maybe they're getting it illicitly from a third-party seller. Buying it on eBay. Who knows? But they're getting it. The same way kids have always gotten things that they're not supposed to have. It's just the way it is. There's no way around that happening. So the idea now is going to be to try to ban those flavors that the kids just love. The problem is there's still nicotine and all that stuff. If you're talking about the ones that are the e-cigs and the kids are now that are using them, they're now addicted to nicotine flavors be damned they're still going to want their nicotine one way or another as far as the ones who are using the vapes the illegal vapes to do do thc and get high on marijuana that's a whole other issue too there's plenty of regulated legal vapes in places like california where i live in colorado and in washington the problem is not every state has legal marijuana. So now you're going to have a black market. And when you have a black market that's unregulated, you're going to have dangers like that. I think the the real answer here is there is not one great answer. Sure, Juul is shutting down its advertising, but they're owned mostly by the company that makes Marlboro cigarettes. Why? Because as people were getting off of cigarettes, vaping became bigger and bigger, and a large company like them found a way to pivot. Hey, we need to pivot. Cigarettes are a dying industry, literally. So now they're into the vaping and they're going to put their significant resources into that and into keeping that alive. Vaping is likely here to stay, whether you like it or whether you don't. And kids are going to do it. The biggest thing we can really do, I think, is try and make sure that we have as few bootleg, non-regulated devices out there as possible. So, yeah, maybe it stinks to have kids doing it, and maybe it stinks to have as many people doing it as there are, but I'd much rather have them doing it with a regulated item than something that they got from somebody that they built in their garage, because that is unregulated. That's how you get sick. And that is your morning crunch wrap. Can I get some attention? There is something I need to say. To all those passing by outside this little room where I've been staying. But the door is bolted, the window's locked. I'm waving to the glass to get 
somebody's full attention, but they all just move too fast. Hey, I got a thing to say. Can you hear me through the glass? I got some useful information about your future in your past. Hey, I got something to tell you. Can you hear me through the door? I got some useful information that will satisfy. Hey, I got a thing to say 